Greetings to everyone joining us for a new episode of the European Hoops podcast. We cover the EuroLeague and the top few events. I am André and with me our basketball expert Diogo Valente. Hi André, hi guys. Hope everything is okay with y'all. We are here for another episode of the European Hoops podcast. Hopefully you guys stay with us and tune in for the rest of our episodes. André, let us know man, what are we talking about today? Today we have a special European Hoops podcast episode for two reasons. One of them is because it's our first EuroLeague Peaks episode. We will be bringing you on game days our leans for each one of the game, and we will also take a quick peek at the, the markets and see which place we we like and we lean for. And uh, the second reason why this is a special episode is because we have our basketball expert Tiakurdair back to the the podcast. Are you happy to be back? Hello, guys. I'm glad to be back. And let's talk about the thing that we like the most. Let's do it. We are certainly glad to have you back. And this is just the start of our new format and uh, all the news that we will have here on the European Hoops podcast. Keep an eye out because we will be uh, bringing in more content and different types of content. We will keep you guys informed, but we are glad to, to have you back. Let's then start looking at the games and we will obviously be talking about the round 14 and the games that will be taking place on 14 of December, all the six games that will take place on 14 of December Thursday. We start with the first game of the day, the game that will put head-to-head Red Star, which that, uh, currently stands in the 15th place with four wins and nine losses, and Alba, that is currently last in the standings with two wins and 11 losses. Which are your leans for this game? For this game, between Red Star and Alba, uh, I'm leaning Red Star. Uh, obviously, I, I think they are the most talented team uh, out of the two, and they are very good at home. So uh, I, I just haven't seen Alba showing me that they are able to win games uh, on the road at a consistent level, and they are still very young, and uh, Red Star has more experience, and they are on the road, and they are the more talented team. So I, I'm going to lean Red Star on this one. On this game, I'm leaning on Sylvania Zvezda, not just because they're playing at home, but both teams like to play fast and maximize their possessions, shooting a lot of threes. But Sylvania Zvezda is the best team playing that game, and they have guards who can control the tempo of their game if needed. And I don't see Alba Berlin with those type of guards who can control the pace and control the possessions. I don't see Cervenas Vesda with a weakness that Alba can explore. So that's why I'm favoring Cervenas Vesda on this game. Let's then take a quick peek at the markets and see what our models like. There is a light lean for the over 161.5 points. This is a play I won't be taking, but it's a play that uh, our model likes. These are two teams that uh, allow many points. Uh, Red Star allows 81 points per game, while Alba allows 86.6 points per game. This is a game that we expect to be a high-scoring game, a game that should be played at a high pace. Red Star at home has been playing better and has been able to to score at a, a good clip, while Alba is a team that has the ability to play a high-paced game, despite averaging for the season only 76.7 points per game. Uh, but uh, we won't be taking that place. A play that I like and uh, that uh, I would be taking for uh, this game is uh, a Red Star minus 9. 
this is a Red Star team that comes from two losses that will want to bouncing back against uh, this Alba team playing at home and uh, the last time that these two teams met in Belgrade Red Star lost 72-87 to against Alba it was a uh, the motivating loss back in February. And while there was a big turnover on this Red Star team, I'm certainly that uh, the supporters still remember that game. And that's why I expect Red Star to, to play with high intensity. And for those two reasons, they want to bounce back and to secure this win at home and also to revenge that big loss that they had last two time, last time that these two teams faced each other. The next game we'll be talking about will put face-to-face Jalgiris and Partizan. Jalgiris is 14 with 5 wins and 8 losses, while Partizan is 6th with 7 wins and 6 losses. What do you guys predict that will happen on this matchup? For this game between Jalgiris and Partizan, uh, I- I'm leaning Partizan. Uh, obviously, I think they are the better team. Uh, playing on the road against Jalgiris is tough, but uh, Partizan, I just think they are much better. I think they are a much more physical team. And I think that front court is going to do damage. And then they have Kevin Punter in case the game is close. So I'm going to lean Partizan. On this game, I'm favoring Partizan for sure. They've been building a good momentum. And they don't want to stop, especially against the Zalgiris teams. They lacks a lot of rotation. Partizan is the second best scoring team. And I can't see Zalgiris being able to stop Partizan's firepower. So if Salgiris can slow down Partizan's game and be disruptive in defense with Cavarius Ace protecting the basket and match Partizan Big's physicality, we might have a good game, but I'm favoring Partizan for sure. Our experts favor Partizan on this game. The markets have a slight lean for Jalgiris, but uh, this is a game where our models don't provide any leans and uh, that uh, we will be staying away in terms of the, the numbers that are available on the markets. So we look into the next game that will be on the docket, and it's the game between Maccabi and FS. Guys, what can we expect to see here? This is a tough one because uh, I'm truly a fan of how FS has been playing lately, uh, but I just think they have too many injuries to, to be able to go to Maccabi and to beat them. So uh, I'm, I'm leaning Maccabi on this one. But if Shane is able to produce at the level that he has been, uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. But in the end, I just think Maccabi has too much. For this game, I expect a lot of points. So all League fans will win. But now being serious, I expect Maccabi to win this game. Uh, I see them having some advantage in glass. They are a good rebounding team and FS is not. So I'm favoring Maccabi to, to win the rebound battle. So for Refus to be in the game, they might need to impose some physicality in the paint. They have some guys who can do it, but uh, I'm favoring uh, Maccabi's bigs. Uh, SS might need a super larking for this game. They already had it in the previous game, but I think Maccabi guards will be capable to match his offensive power. Despite our expert favoring Maccabi, and uh, it's fair to do so. I would be in agreement with them. Our models have a slight lean to FS uh, plus six and a half for this game. Uh, for several reasons, uh, FS has been uh, finding some momentum and playing at a good level. And uh, they also lost two times against Maccabi last season. In the last time, they lost by 22 points. 
there are reasons for FS to want to continue to to be building up to the momentum that they have at, uh, right now. There are reasons for them to want to to seek some revenge against Maccabi, but this is a light lean and it's a, a stay out play because there are too many variables heading into this game and uh, there is no there isn't a lot of safety regarding the, this uh, breakdown and uh, regarding this play because of all the variables that we don't know heading into this game. So while there is, this is a light lean, it will be a stay away play. Next, we have the game between Basconia and Virtus. This is a high-level game, a must-watch game. Who do you guys think will win? This is a great one. Uh, I mean, Basconia and Virtus are pretty similar uh, as far as the way they approach the game offensively. Uh, Virtus should be the better defensive team, uh, but I think this is going to be a very close matchup. Uh, I'm leaning Basconia because the, they are at home and they've shown the ability to be somewhat consistent defensively. Uh, I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it can go either way, but I'm going to lean Basconia on this one. This game will be a must-see for sure. Both teams kind of play the, the game the same way, although Virtus play a more selfless basketball than Basconia. But the the center point is there. They rely on trees. They shoot a lot of trees. They can they pass the ball a lot, although uh, Basconia might uh, center the game on Marcus Howard. Uh, and... Virtus try to search for the the guy who's scoring, but I'm leaning on Basconia. Being said that, but I'm leaning on Basconia and I stand for it. I think bigs of Basconia can match Virtus bigs, especially Shengelia. Uh, and I see Chimi Moneka and Cedar Keskis having a lot of opportunities and they might uh, win this game because Virtus defense will focus a lot on Marcus Howard. I expect a good game being decided until the last possession, and I'm looking forward. Despite both of our experts being in agreement and the market also agreeing with them and giving the favoritism to Basconium, our models uh, have as a play for this game a Virtus plus four and a half, and uh, this is a play that uh, I particularly like. I expect this to be a competitive game. I think it it will be a close one, a game that. Uh, both teams will be having a chance to, to win. And I just uh, trust more in what Virtus has built. They have been showing what they have for, for a longer time. And in a competitive matchup, I like the Virtus grabbing four and a half points. And uh, this is the, the lean uh, heading into this game for uh, for uh, this matchup between Basconia and Virtus. Next, we have the game between Real Madrid and Bayern. And who do you guys have for this one? Now it's kind of unfair because uh, every time it's a Real Madrid matchup, uh, I'm probably always going to be leading Real Madrid. Uh, but uh, yeah, uh, of course, uh, playing at home and Bayern has been dealing with some injuries. I got to go to Real Madrid on this one. Uh, they are just a better team and they should have a, a comfortable win. On this game, I'm expecting a dub for Madrid for sure. And I think that they will dominate because one of Bayern's strengths is the bigs and the way that they control the paint and the glass and they impose their will on that part of the game and here against Madrid they won't have an easy task because Madrid has a lot of bigs and a lot of dominant bigs Poirier is playing good basketball and Tavares is playing the the usual so I think that Ibaka might struggle against Madrid other than that I feel that Bayern will lack a lot on defense uh, especially they don't have 
a lot of guys who can stop uh, Madrid uh, guards like Facundo Compasso or even uh, their wings. So I'm expecting a blowout on this one. Sorry, Bayern fans. Uh, I want it to be competitive, especially especially with Pablo Lasso returning. But yeah. This is a game where obviously the market strongly favors the Real Madrid as we expect them to win and we expect them to be able to dominate this game. There is a, a light lean uh, from our models on um, Bayern plus 14.5, but uh, this is a stay away play because this is the type of game where the Real Madrid might just be able to impose themselves and blow out Bayern by many, many points. And uh, we are staying away from this play, but uh, there is a light lane for Bayern plus 14 in a half on this game. So let's look into the last game that will take place on 14 of December, the game between Aswell and Paracinacos, and what do you guys expect to be the key factors on this matchup? Lasort and Mitoglu will be very important in a matchup like this because a guy like Geoffrey Laverne is not really known as a, a great defender. So I think uh, the Panathinaikos bigs have a chance here to, to really make some damage in the paint. We know Kendrick Nunn is going to show up and he's going to be elite at playmaking and scoring. I expect a good game, but I'm favoring Panathinaikos. I like this Aswell team a lot. And they are a multidimensional scoring team because they have a lot of options, a lot of guys, uh, through one through five, who can score the basketball but I don't see them being able to stop Panathinaikos on defense because they struggle a lot in that part of the game, as you guys spoke. And besides that, Panathinaikos have a lot of options. Asvel struggles a lot on D and are a weak rebound team. So I see Panathinaikos Bigs having a good game. Panathinaikos comes from three wins in the previous three games. They will want to bounce back, and I think this is the perfect scenario for them to do it. I don't think Aswell has the ability to stop them. And that's why our models like for this game, Paratinaikus minus three and a half. I think that they will have enough firepower on this game to just be able to impose themselves against Aswell. I think there is significant advantage in terms of depth of talent for this Paratinaikus team. And I mostly think that this is an opportunity that they cannot afford to miss on. While I expect Aswell to be able to find ways to give them some trouble and to try to be competitive on this game, I have a strong lean for Paratinaikos and I expect them to be able to come out of this game with a win, with a lean for them to do it for more than three and a half points. This takes us to the end of this first EuroLeague Picks and Leans episode. I hope you guys like the format. Tomorrow we'll be bringing you our picks and leans for the last three games of round 14, the games that will be taking place on 15th of December. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss out on any episodes that we will be releasing. Make sure to share the podcast with a friend that likes and follows the EuroLeague and make sure to follow us on Twitter at Euro EuroLeague as we announce that every time we have a new episode and we will also be releasing some more content on the, the social media so stay tuned for that. I had the pleasure to be hosting this podcast. I am glad to have Tiago Cordero back. I am glad to as always have my co-host and the EuroLeague expert, Joe Valente, with me. 
we will be talking with you guys soon and we will be bringing you more early content very briefly. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.